Dear friends in Christ, welcome to this podcast from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. All Saints is a loving, welcoming parish serving Southeast Portland for over a century. Our purpose is to celebrate God's love, seek and serve Christ in all persons, and go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Today, we invite you to join the Reverend Deacon Maureen Hagen as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world. The words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Greetings, beloved people of God. It is so good to be among you on this holy day. I remember sitting in these pews 24 years ago, experiencing my first Lent. I was still in the earliest phases of learning what it meant to walk with Jesus. I had just attended my first baptism, read Nicole Dolniak where I heard the amazing words of the baptismal covenant. I recognized that when we welcomed Reed into our community, we were promising to support her as a fellow child of God. We also pledged to live our lives faithfully according to those five promises found on pages 304 through 305. Above all, I was learning that Christianity was all about a community led and liberated by a God of love. 24 years ago, and I am still learning all this. All I knew at that time was that God had called me into this space to learn, to be formed, and to be transformed. And of course, that transformation has not ended. Lent is a perfect time to remember that we are called to learn, to be formed, to be transformed. We do this to walk more closely with Jesus, to grow as a community, and to take the redemptive love of Christ into the world. Much is expected of us, and we are never alone. I think some of us understand this more easily than others. And some have endured much harder struggles, and yet they persevere. Last May, my husband and I embarked on a three-week, 7,000-mile civil rights pilgrimage. It was an incredible experience. To prepare, we read a lot, and Rob arranged for local guides. Having spent their lives trying to make sense of what happened, they provided invaluable richness to our experience. Of course, we visited the Pettus Bridge and the diner counter at Woolworths, We heard many stories about Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. 
There were so many stories about the bravery of people who put their lives on the line for what most Americans take for granted. I cannot begin to imagine the courage it took to be 19 years old sitting on a segregated bus or at a lunch counter, being treated with vulgar barbarity, knowing death was always a possibility. And so often white churches, white Christians, did nothing. Or worse, they sided with the oppressors. Many of these activists were strong Christians who understood Jesus' teachings and knew Jesus stood with them. And that faith played a key role in their ability to withstand abuse. They knew much was expected of them, and they were never alone. On this trip, I learned a lot about freedom schools. Often held in camps, people who attended learned how to engage in nonviolent civil disobedience. These schools helped provide the tools to live out their faith in an empowering way. They became a strong witness, a light to others, and they helped to change the hearts and minds of millions. In some ways, Lent bears some resemblance to the Freedom Schools. Lent provides us opportunities to engage in spiritual practices that encourage us and help make us resilient. For we are called to follow Jesus, and we know that it is not an easy thing to do. Today, we will be invited to the observance of a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. I try to center my Lent around these practices, and I find them helpful. You may want to try one or more of these practices in the coming weeks. For example, we ask God to create in us clean and contrite hearts. Self-examination is a wonderful place to begin. There are even apps to do, daily and weekly examines. Check them out. Many find the time right before bed a perfect time for this. When we begin to realize that some things we do may be creating gulfs between ourselves and our neighbor, ourselves and God, Lent is a good time to try a different way. The next trio, power, fasting, and self-denial, are often seen as punitive or meaningless. That hasn't been the case for me. I find each helps me keep God more at the center of my life. I just came across a quote from Becca Stevens of Thistle Farms, and if you don't know who she is, check her out. She's amazing. She said, Fasting is a spiritual discipline carved out of abundance. 
When someone decides to fast, it is a preparation of their body, mind, and spirit for renewal, penitence, or healing. It is the connection between the haves and have-nots, even though fasting itself is just a small taste of hunger. Some fast from meats, sweets, or alcohol, others from social media. Reading and meditating on God's word is the final grouping. You may already have a way of regularly reading and meditating on scripture. There are so many Lenten studies based on scripture, each with different themes. That could be a great practice. Or you may want to spend time going deeper into one of the Gospels or the Psalms. For my Lenten practice this year, I will be reading some memoirs of people of faith who inspire me. I will be doing the examine on a regular basis and reading up more on the Holy Land, which I am visiting soon. And of course, no sweets. I invite you to walk with me. You can join the book study on Verna Dozier, which begins this Sunday at 9, or join me on a Zoom for a bit of Lexio Divina. Please let me know if this interests you. How might this Lent take shape for you? In what ways do you seek to learn, to be formed, to be transformed? How will your Lenten practices help build resilience and to carry Christ's redemptive love into the world? In closing, I leave you with the Ash Wednesday Collect from a New Zealand prayer book. God of the desert, as we follow Jesus into the unknown, may we recognize the tempter when he comes. Let it be your bread we eat, your world we serve, and you alone we worship. This we ask through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast offering from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. For more resources from All Saints, or to support this or our many other outreach ministries, please visit allsaintspdx.org.